0: Welcome to Catholic Stuff You Should Know, a J10 initiative. Hey, and welcome. This is Catholic Stuff You Should Know. Father John and my good friend Joe Doman here Hi. with you. Welcome back. You were uh, hunting this weekend.
1: Yes, I went hunting. We have this beautiful little rustic cabin in upstate Pennsylvania. No running water. It's one room, beds on one side, kitchen on the other side and uh went up there with my dad and my brother and my brother-in-law and my nephew five of us and walked around in the woods with guns shot at Bambi and didn't do you know my dad actually did shoot a deer first time in a while but yeah i didn't see a thing so i was just looking manly with my gun walking that's around a, the woods looking manly with your bright orange <laughs> that's right that's good though. Yeah, but it was uh, pretty uneventful.
0: Joe's from uh, Philadelphia, as uh, many of you probably know, but uh, this was out west, wasn't it? Out west, Pennsylvania. No.
1: Oh yeah, Well, upstate is like yeah, upstate's like an
0: East Coast. I mean, thing. a lot of people walk around Philadelphia with guns, but I wouldn't expect you and your family to be, you know, mm-hmm. part of that. So yeah, well, yeah, it's so, just us. Well, I uh, didn't go hunting, but I uh, have been uh, traveling. I was in Rome. That's right. And so uh, I have the uh, privilege of now blabbing on for weeks and weeks on podcasts about all the amazing and crazy things that I did in Rome. But uh, today what I want to do is I want to just give kind of an overview of uh, what I call a Pilgrim's Guide to, to Rome. Because um, there's a, so much. It's it's completely overwhelming. But I want to just give some of the main essentials and then a couple of things that uh, people don't really know about um, as well.
1: Yeah. Sound good? Yeah, Rome is intense. I remember going there. I went there when I was studying in Austria mm-hmm. uh, in my undergrad, and yeah, like every corner you take, there's like something that's like a million years old that's really cool and Catholic. It's like Catholic Disneyland. It is.
0: It's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And every church you just, every church you walk into, we would just walk. It was amazing. So I was over there for, I went and saw my parents who live in London with Father Brian from McElroy, Mary, North Glen, and... Um, Father Mike, the old podcaster, came up from uh, Rome to spend a few days in London and then we uh, we saw Les Le Miz, which was amazing nice. and uh, then went to Rome for ten days and uh, met three other priests there. So the idea was to spend Thanksgiving with Father Mike, celebrate the five- year anniversary of this association that mm. we are all a part of called the Companions of Christ. Um, and so we had about ten days in Rome. and basically all we did was we said mass one day at a church, did a holy hour one day at a church, and then had like a four hour dinner. <laughs> uh, in one of these amazing restaurants. And I, I so, heard
1: you went shopping for like four hours a day, too. Is that, uh,
0: true? that is not true. <laughs> Only three hours a day. So wow. first first pilgrimage site um, I need to tell you about was this restaurant called Abruzzi. Abruzzi. Abruzzi, which is right outside of the Gregorian University, which is where a certain guy named Balthazar, oh, of course. Ratzinger, de Lubach, they used to sit and have uh, dinner, and that's where they conceived of the journal Communio. That's essentially where the whole racehorse theology began. Everything I love reading kind of started at these tables. These, oh, fancy. These giants. So anyways, that's your, your one little note. But the, uh, the most amazing thing, um, was that I prayed at the tomb of seven of the 12 apostles in Rome.
1: Really? is that crazy? Seven of them are in Rome?
0: Yeah. Now check this out. So, you know, obviously Peter and Paul, Peter and Paul. So St. Peter is buried below the high altar. Mm-hmm. Funny story about that. Um, yeah. The uh, What's, I, we fu- had, What's funny about that? Well, we had a Clementine. We had the Clementine altar reserved, which is the altar right on the bones, okay? Right on the bones. Yeah. And uh, I was all excited. I've been waiting like a decade to do this. And I'm walking down there, and uh, we have only a half hour, right? And <laughs> this cocky little Italian priest slips in and uh, jacks my altar, essentially. I was so angry, um, and he just starts saying his own little mass, and then he comes out and he kind of gives me this lip in Italian, and I literally almost just... <laughs> I went into hockey player mode. I almost, I mean, this is like classic, like <laughs> priests almost fighting in the uh, crypt of St. Peter's Basilica. Of but, course. anyways, uh, got to say mass there, St. Peter. But also, our friend Chris Lebsack informed me in St. Peter's Basilica, when you're looking at the main altar to the left transept in the corner, is buried Jude Thaddeus and really? Simon the Zealot. No way. Yeah. So there's three apostles in St. Peter's. What? Uh, Andrew's head used to be there, but now it's back. Constantinople, John Paul II gave it back to him. So oh, those that's, three there—that's nice of him. Yeah, that's nice of him. Um, and then Saint Paul in Saint Paul's outside the walls, right. buried beneath the altar. Uh, that's a magnificent church as well. Uh, Saint Bartholomew.
1: Bartholomew? Is, wouldn't he? I thought he died in like India or something.
0: Well, they brought him back at some point. I guess so. So he uh, is buried, and he's buried on the Tiber Island. <laughs> um, Thomas was. Thomas died in India.
1: Oh, maybe it was Thomas. Yeah,
0: I get him all confused. Uh, This is Nathaniel, our good friend, Nathaniel slash Bartholomew. Gift of God. Gift of God, as Nathan Goble always is. That's right. Swig the coffee. Hold on a second. Still waking up here. Um, So St. Bartholomew is buried in a a little church on the Tiber Island, um, which is kind of closed a lot of the time, but it's really a nice little little spot. On the Tiber Island is the famous spot where Romulus and Remus suckled from the she-wolf. Yes, that's right. Uh, that's kind of where Rome, it suckle Rome so began. suckled I mean, honestly, you know, time you know time. in the back in the back country of uh, Pennsylvania, you know, <laughs> um, the uh, so he's buried there, and uh, and then the other two are Philip and James are buried in this uh, called the Basilica of the Twelve Apostles,
1: really, which is which right James? by where
0: Father Mike lives. James, the brother of John, really? No, that can't be right. Because he's buried in uh, must be James the Lesser. No, because yeah. that Santiago's buried in. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Santiago um, in Compostela in Spain. He's in Spain, so it must be James the Lesser. So um, those two are there. Who am I missing? Is that seven? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. That's seven. There you go. Crazy, huh?
1: That is crazy. I had no idea.
0: Are ladies buried in Rome? Oh wait, no, that's oh, not wait. true. Um, so those seven were there, and uh, that's kind of that's kind of amazing. Uh, That's kind of an amazing So did you go to all those places? Went to all those places. Had mass at, um, I think, three of them. St. Paul's, St. Peter's, as you know. Oh, man, St. Peter's. I had a rough go at St. Peter's Basilica. Why? Well, the first time, I almost got in the fight with that Italian priest. Second time, I'm praying in the Adoration Chapel. Praying. In my cassock, Mm -hmm. okay? And uh, I only had my phone on me for one hour for this whole trip because I wanted to take a photo and email it to my parents from the phone. So I took out my phone, looked at the time, two minutes till, holy hour's about to end, set it on the pew next to me, oh. kneel down, gone. Gypsy just Shiested. swipes in, gone. I was so, so angry. I was just livid. <laughs> and I look up and the Blessed was still exposed. And I was just like, oh, don't even look at me. I can't even stand this. <laughs> and I, I go outside and I'm just trying to cool off because I'm so pissed off and... The Italian, you know, the guards are out there smoking. They're not paying any attention. They, you know, they could care less. Stupid American got his phone stolen, of course. And I'm standing there, and that was in St. Peter's. I yeah. had no
1: idea. That's that's really kind and of. And this funny.
0: poor guy comes up to me, named Dominic, and he's like, "Are you an American priest?" And at this point, I am like, ra- I'm like raging. You know, I'm so angry. <laughs> and he's like, "Isn't St. Peter's the most amazing place ever?" And I was like, yes, yeah, it's <laughs> amazing." Uh, so oh, that's awesome. I had a couple bad run-ins there, but it is an amazing place. When you go to St. Peter's, you need to take the Scavi tour. That's you know. Yeah,
1: yeah. We, we did a podcast on we Scavi We did a tour.
0: podcast on the – yeah, before you go to St. Peter's, you need to listen to the podcast on the Scavi.
1: That's like ancient – I think that was like our, our first podcast together. Yeah,
0: that's a, that's a really beautiful thing.
1: So the Clementine altar, is that from St. Clement?
0: Uh, I have not oh, – I would doubt that.
1: Wasn't Clement the third pope?
0: Yeah, Linus Clement.
1: Well, you said it's the altar right over his bones, so I was like, maybe – I don't know. It's probably
0: like Clement the 23rd. I mean, there's a lot of these guys, last, you know, so I I don't know which one. Um, that's a good question, though. So that's kind of the apostolic uh, foundation. And then you have like the early martyrs as well. You know, you have a number of uh, uh, first couple centuries. My favorite is which is St. Cecilia. So I'll just tell you, my favorite neighborhood in Rome is Trastevere, right? So the Tiber kind of does an S through the mm-hmm. city. It's kind of the bottom part of the S. So it's kind of south of St Peter's Basilica on the west side of the west bank of the Tiber. Is this is the catacombs? Uh, catacombs are
1: further they're further out of the walls. Oh, I thought Cecilia was in there.
0: St Cecilia is not. She was moved from the catacombs to this church of St Cecilia, which is actually her bir- her birthplace and her true home in the 5th century. And when they pulled her out of the catacombs, they said, "Eh, voila, she's incorrupt." And then in 1509, 1599, excuse me, they pulled her out again because they wanted to kind of bring her into a new altar, opened her up, still incorrupt, still laying there in the same position she was martyred. And so there's this beautiful depiction. I forget the name of the artist um, that they have right over her, this marble um, depiction of her right below the altar in St. Cecilia's of her. And it's it's her. It's a very beautiful kind of posture, but it's her as exactly as. He saw her in 1599. Hmm. It's amazing. Is this um, the one
1: where she's lying and she has like three and two or something like that, or her fingers are like in a like she's like? Oh, I don't,
0: I I don't know about the fingers. That's yeah, she's lying like that though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah so that's that's an amazing spot. And She's buried right in uh, Trastevere. Also in Trestevere is um, um, another church called Santa Maria in Tristevere, which is my favorite. I think my favorite church in Rome. We said mass there one day. Um, that was so funny because I, I don't speak Italian. So I would do this like Spanish-Latin <laughs> combo with like, you know, just a bunch of Zs and kind of, you know what I mean? <laughs> just kind of talk. Actually, it's funny. It our our friend, Father Greg, we, about halfway through the trip, we realized that he was um, not speaking Italian, but he was speaking English with an Italian accent. <laughs> to try and communicate and it sounded <laughs> ridiculous. So he'd be like, is it like a carbonara? And he was like, why are you talking like that? It doesn't, you know, like it doesn't make any more sense. Oh my gosh. So it was kind of a...
1: That's awesome. I could totally see that too. And he did, would, he, he probably wouldn't even notice he was doing it. Oh, yet. he didn't. He
0: had no idea. But this ridiculous group of six priests uh, tromping around Rome. Um, so Santa Maria in Trastevere is an interesting place because the, um, uh, the original church was built there in 133 A.D., which is crazy, hmm. because in Rome prior to the Edict of Milan, almost all the churches were um, house churches. Right. But the emperor at the time, when there was a Christian community interest, everywhere, and when they appealed for a to build a church on this plot, uh, some other people wanted to build a tavern there, and the emperor said, "I'd rather have this pagan or th- not this pagan because they were pagan, but this you know this Christian church instead of uh, instead of another tavern in, right. the, in the empire." So. He let them build this church, and literally is the first parish
1: church in the West. Really? Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. What's it called? Santa Maria in Trastevere. In Trastevere. Do they, uh, I mean, they still have the site. I'm guessing the church isn't there anymore, but. Um,
0: still have the site. It, it's, it's an ancient church. I forget. It's probably more like 11th century is the church that stands right now, but it's beautiful, right? right. And the Piazza in Trastevere, it's amazing. So make
1: sure you go there. That's Awesome.
0: So that's Trastevere. The other one that people don't know about is St. Lawrence Outside the Walls. Now, this is tricky to get to, but um, it's in the city. It's east of Termini, which is kind of the central uh, train station. But in St. Lawrence Outside the Walls is this? It's an ancient, I mean, I think 8th century Romanesque basilica. It's amazing. Still standing.
1: What's what's with the Outside the Walls thing? So it's Outside the walls. the walls, what is this about? So
0: the Roman wall, the city walls. Oh, so
1: they just built a church outside the walls? So, I mean,
0: from... Well, yeah, but from the earliest days, you had... Rome was a walled city. Right. And so this was outside of the those walls. It's crazy. I mean, you still today, when you walk to St. Lawrence, you walk through the walls. Really? I mean, it's it's amazing. It's the same with St. Paul's.
1: So... That's cool. So the church, St. Lawrence, St. Lawrence outside the walls. St.
0: Lawrence, outside the walls, um, is where St. Lawrence and St. Stephen are buried. St. Stephen, proto-martyr. He's there, too? They're married. They're buried together. Yep. How did Rome get all these saints? And they've just been collecting them for a long time. <laughs> I guess so. But these guys have been there since. I mean, it's amazing. And you hear this stuff and you're like, oh, that's cute. Catholics like pretend like they have all these bodies and things. But I mean, like, this is like like we have evidence from like the you know first, second century about these guys being moved and placed in these locations. And it's, it's unbelievable. It's so wow. St. Lawrence Outside the Walls is a definite um, one to go to, I think, uh, in terms of especially St. Stephen. And they love Lawrence the deacon uh, yeah. in Rome.
1: So. He's the one who said, uh, flip me over. Yep. I'm down on the side. Yep. He was getting roasted or something like that. Was mm-hmm. he did he die in Rome? Died in Rome. Yeah, yep. he was one of the Roman martyrs. Yep. But Stephen uh, obviously did not. He was in Jerusalem. Yep. They just they they stole him like somebody stole your phone.
0: That's right. Some gypsy. <laughs> they set him set him on the pew for a second and then <laughs> the uh God. Yeah. And then you have another of other kind of first, second century, uh, martyrs who are buried there. Um, St. Agnes is buried right, uh, in the Piazza Navona, which is kind of in the center of Rome and all these different, so that's great. And then you fast forward to, you know, the kind of the counter-reformation and the great saints of the 16th century. And you have a lot of them there because you have these gigantic Baroque churches. Most of the churches in Rome are Baroque. Um, So St. Ignatius of Loyola and St. Francis Xavier's Mm -hmm. hand, actually, which wasn't there. I saw that. I was like, the hand's gone. gone? Maybe it's the same gypsy. So I don't know if (laughs) he's on display or something. But Ignatius of Loyola is buried in the Jesu, which you know because you've been there. And we got to say Mass in the rooms of St. Ignatius, which is when you go, people don't know this, but you can go into the apartments next to it and you can actually pray in the tomb where St. Ignatius died, founder of the Jesuits. Amazing, amazing place. Um, St. Robert Bellarmine, uh, and, um, Aloysius Gonzaga buried up the street and San Ignacio, the church, Santa wow. Maria Sopra Minerva, beautiful church, um, Dominican church, uh, amazing, amazing. It's kind of, it's like one of the only ones that are really kind of Gothic in Rome and St. Catherine of Siena is buried beneath the
1: high altar. That's crazy. I mean, just to put this She's in 13, perspective, century. we yeah. have like, like in Philadelphia, I think we have, we have two saints in Philadelphia who died there and are buried there. And that's, like, the most – I think it's, like, one of the most in America. Like oh, Philadelphia yeah. oh, is, like, yeah. so lucky to oh, have yeah. – Two, we have St. John Newman and St. Um, – oh, my gosh, Captain Drexler. <laughs> I was almost like blanket for a second. But, I mean, the way Rome is, like, I don't know how many hundreds of saints are there. Oh, it's I crazy. mean, just to put it in perspective, it's, like, this, this isn't, like, any other place in the world. Like, this is amazing. No, it's amazing.
0: It's amazing. And then down the street from Santa Maria Sopra Minerva, where St. Catherine of Siena is buried – which was uh, um, a pagan temple. actually. So Sopra Minerva above the, the Temple of Minerva, Minerva is where they, they just yeah. plotted this church. But down the street is the Chiesa Nueva where St. Philip Neri is buried. and The first oratory was yeah. began, which is kind of our inspiration as companions. Mm-hmm. If you go up from there a little bit past the Piazza Navona um, on the other side, you can go to the Church of St. Augustine where St. Monica is buried. His mother is buried there, and I guess that's a very beautiful place. I didn't actually get to go there, so it's just crazy. It's just all over the place. The catacombs are are really amazing and spectacular. I'm trying to think if there's any other kind of like highlights, and then of course there's the opportunity to go to Siena or go to Assisi. Assisi is obviously the best. Right, um, that's where Saint Francis. Of did Assisi you go to Assisi? We did. Nice. We went there
1: for three days. Isn't that amazing? The where he's buried, the crypt down there. Yeah. It's yeah. Just a powerful place. Yeah.
0: If you're going to if you're going on a trip to Rome, and you have a time for a day trip, like an overnight, go to Assisi. It's about a two-hour train ride, and it's spectacular.
1: It's the classic kind of medieval city. That's how it feels. I mean, I have no idea oh. what that means, but it does feel like you're in another world.
0: It's magnificent. Yeah, that that's a must. And Siena, I've heard, is beautiful. I've never been there. Um, and then Florence is obviously very nice. So you didn't see like the head. A city. I didn't see her, her creepy head. It's Worst shame. of the incorruptibles. That's right. So, yeah, it was uh, quite a trip, and so there's a lot to do, but those are kind of a, a couple of recommendations off the cuff. If you are going uh, and you're listening to this, you can uh, just let us know. So
1: Yeah. Great job, man. Well, we'll see you guys next week. And see any more week. thoughts, suggestions, insults, comments, whatever, we will take them, CatholicStuffPodcast at catholicstuffpodcast.gmail.com.